Well, hello again. Hello to... Hey. How are you? How's everybody doing? She's still Vaughn. He's still Stuart. Yep. And we are here again for another something to talk about. And by my background, it's been a week of just asking questions. Yeah. <laughs> Who, what, when, where, why, when, how, you know, and, and I'm not so sure that we're getting all the answers we need. But the first question that I asked you just as we were getting, starting the show was, how was your week? Had a good week, had a busy week, got a lot done, productive week. Um, trying to think, I mean, just a lot, you know, I stay busy. So, yep, well, just had a good, good, long, busy week, got, got everything I needed to get done, done. So here we are into the weekend and now we can enjoy and relax. Well, that's good. And, and I know that one of the things that, that you're dealing with, um, and, and the whole world is dealing with right now, you're getting ready to send two of your kiddos off to college. Maybe, maybe yes, maybe no. Uh, the young kids, are they going back to their elementary and, and, and high schools? Uh, maybe yes, uh, maybe no. That's what all the question marks are for is it is a major, major bone of, of, of discussion right now and, and a bone of contention in many cases as to, to what's going to happen our, to our kids. You know, beyond that, what's going to happen to the whole educational process? You're a teacher, and, I'll, you, you know, have you been contacted by the school uh, uh, yet about you know, what role you're going to have to play, you know, as a substitute teacher, uh, you're going to be doing classes virtually. Are they trying to lay out a plan of what's going to happen in less than a month? Yeah. I don't have the answer to that. I, I know that I have been contacted and I know that here in FISD, they're looking for teachers. I, I think that you're going to, I, I'm just guessing that you're going to have some, uh, Teachers not wanting to return in August, um, they might think it's too soon and they might not be comfortable um, with the idea of re-entering the, the classroom with 20 some odd students. And um, so I know that they're looking for some long-term uh, substitute teachers for whatever reason, but I would venture to, to guess that, that, that one of the reasons is because teachers educators are not comfortable getting back into the classroom yet. There was a story just in TCU at TCU of a professor, because I guess TCU is scheduled now to open in August. You know, some universities are scheduled to open in August. Others are waiting until September, <clears throat> pushing it off, pushing it back a little bit, the, the start date. But TCU, I guess, is right now one of the ones that is um, planning on scheduling on in August. And this one professor, I guess, did not feel comfortable coming back in yet. Maybe he was called into meetings. I'm not sure what it was, but he wasn't comfortable coming back in person. And so they went through some, I guess, discussions and whatever. And he, they have allowed him to, to, I guess, do his job responsibilities from, from home, online, whatever. I think for the most part, you're going to have to accommodate the concerns of most people because the last thing you would want is to force somebody, I guess, into a situation that they're not, where they're not comfortable. And then should something even worse happen and they, they get the virus or something because of that decision, 
then I would only guess that there might be some legal issues there. I don't know. Um, so I think if, if people are concerned moving forward with whatever their job responsibilities are, and they do have concerns about their health and safety, that I would think that their employers would have to, uh, you know, accommodate them in some way that's fair um, for now going into a classroom, you've got an entire classroom of kids who need, a, who need an educator in there to, to, now I don't know. I mean, are the schools, everything changes every day. You wake up to new restrictions and new developments and new guidelines. So I, you know, I don't know right now, a lot of schools are planning on open Baylor as well as planning on opening in the uh, fall with some, with some modifications made to the, the schedule and, and to the classroom experience. But they're scheduled to open. So again, like, I don't know if things change between now and then, then we'll just have to shift gears along the way. I feel like we're shifting gears every week, really, there, with the guidelines and, and all. And, and I, I sit and I just keep asking questions. And one question leads to another question. You know, from the administration standpoint, if I'm, you know, a chancellor, of TCU or I'm a chancellor at Baylor and all. And I say, well, you know what? I think from an educational standpoint, we need to get these kids back in the classroom with their teachers. Well, okay. You know, I understand that they're doing it from, from a, a administration point of view. Mm -hmm. However, the next question that I say is what happens after September and all of a sudden, incidence of, of, of positive testing rises on those campuses and the campus health system can't handle it. Uh, some of the kids that test positive are sent home to recover. And now the, the, the educational system and the administrators now have to say, well, looks like we, we took a chance and it didn't work and now we're going to have to close our doors. So that's one possibility. The other possibility is these students that have been waiting for their college education uh, all of a sudden don't feel comfortable going back to school and maybe the school is not offering enough of a virtual opportunity. What do those kids do? Do they start shopping around the country to find a school that they can get into or a virtual program that they can stay at home uh, and learn? Uh, the other question in my mind is, like you mentioned, the professor at TCU. TCU could have come back and said, no, this is the plan. And if you don't want to be on campus to teach, you're going to have to find employment elsewhere. And then you're, then you're going to end up with a lot of teachers at all levels of education, that good teachers that are not going to be teaching for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Uh, it's it's very, very much a dilemma. Uh, Lauren and I had a little bit of a discussion this morning about it. And I was reading a poll. There are some polls that they're asking. Uh, the polls are asking the administrators, what do you think about the kids going back? They're asking the politicians. They're asking the school administrators. They're asking the teachers, how do you feel about going back to teaching and all? The, the two groups that I don't see input from is the parents and the students. You know, how do the parents feel about the decision making? If they go to buck the system and say, look, all the rest of my kids' classmates 
can go back into the classroom with a mask, without a mask, face shields, whatever. I'm keeping my kids at home. Yeah. And well, there have been articles written about exactly that where there you, you were probably going to see more homeschooling um, this coming school year because parents aren't comfortable, you know, putting their kids back into the classroom. And, you know, I guess, I don't know. I think if you ask 10 different people, you're going to get 10 different points of view and responses. I think a lot of people, a lot of, for me, to a lot of different people about where we are right now and just just in my circle of friends and um and i for me it's interesting because i find that a lot of times the the feedback that i get is very much in line with that person's personality i just think that people are reacting to this very differently and your personality will come into play in terms of how you are reacting and how you're acting and behaving. And um, so I, I think probably if you're not comfortable, then you just have to kind of make modifications. And if, if you're a parent and you're concerned, keep your child home. If you're a parent and you're not that concerned, then I guess there should be options to, to send your child to school and get the traditional education that, that you would like to have your child to have. So I, I don't, I think it's very complicated. I, there's not, obviously we don't have a playbook for any of this. So there's, we're kind of making this up as we go along and we're also having to make decisions based on, you know, new developments and um, new restrictions, new guidelines. Um, you know, the, the whole mass thing now is, is something that different than what it was a few weeks ago. And um, so it's hard to sit here today and say what the school year is going to bring because that thought has crossed our mind as well where we send both of our girls off to Baylor and then all of a sudden things happen and we have to switch gears. Does it mean switch gears come home? Has school been canceled? Does it mean they're going to now change the dorm living situation to where we're, we're putting everybody in a private room. I, I mean, there are so many different scenarios that we could paint that it's, it's very hard to have a concrete black and white discussion about this because it's all very inconsistent. There are so many unknowns. Um, I think that most likely what will happen is if one university or college does something, others will follow suit maybe. Um, I don't know. Our plan here personally is to send our girls off to school because that's what our school is. Yeah, that's the plan right now. I mean, we're kind of, our president has been very communicative and almost weekly she sends something out in terms of just what where they are now what they're planning on doing, uh, and 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 obviously the health and safety of their students is of the utmost importance right now. So, um, so right now, unless that plan changes, that's what we're prepared to do. But we are also prepared to switch gears should we need to uh, down the road. <laughs> now you said that the that the university has been reaching out on a regular basis, and they are planning to open. 
are they also sending guidelines for what modifications the students will have uh, in the classrooms? Uh, for instance, the the uh, are the teachers now, or or is it going to be staff that's going to be responsible for? Uh, every hour when they sh change students in that classroom, they're going to wipe down the classroom and get it prepared for the next next group. Uh, the teacher is going to be wearing masks. Is it going to be uh, mandatory or is it going to be voluntary for the students to wear face covers? Uh, have they given written guidelines uh, and all for the students to follow or at least consider? I mean, I'm not going to say that those guidelines aren't in place. I haven't seen guidelines to that detail i haven't seen it to that detail yet that's not to say i didn't miss an email or something i i um i i am certain however it, even though i haven't seen it i'm certain that there are going to be guidelines in place um i know already just generally speaking how they have structured the the modified classroom experience which is going to be in person hybrid and online only. And hybrid is where they basically split the class and half will be in the classroom that day while the other half is online. And then the following week or the following day or class period, they will rotate and switch. So that's hybrid. So I know, and now, and but in terms of how they're going to expect these kids to interact on campus, and in and in and in the buildings, I, I haven't seen to that detail. I would, if if they were to go back today, I would bet that they would have to wear masks on campus, in and around the buildings, because that's a statewide um, mandate right now. So um, we'll have to see. They, it's probably too soon, I'm guessing, for Baylor to put out guidelines to that detail, because again, like I said, with each and every passing day and week, things change. So probably close, the closer we get to, to um, first day of school, they'll be able to fine tune those specific guidelines. Yeah, it's interesting that you mentioned the hybrid uh, concept because I never, I hadn't heard anything about that until a couple of weeks ago. And my son mentioned that that's what they're even doing at my grandson's elementary level, that that is one of the real considerations is his hybrid program that will will allow for more room within the classroom. So instead of there being 20 or 25 students in the classroom, there may only be 12 in the classroom because the other 12 or 13 are at home doing it virtually and then then switching it out either either like you said every other day or maybe by the week. That way the parents can make arrangements for being at home with the student every other week instead of, you know, every other day and right. throwing their whole life out of, out of kilter. So the hybrid concept is, is I think is, is certainly a very valid concept for doing either just virtual or just in, in the classroom. Yeah. Uh, and gosh, just think of, of, you know, 30 years ago, if this pandemic had hit before we really, 30 or 40 years ago before we really had the the uh the advent of computer use uh what what a what a dilemma it would have put all of our students in then it would have been just really 
clear yeah. cut, black and white, either open the schools or close the schools and everybody, right. everybody stay home. We right. do have at least a little flexibility now. Yeah, we have that as an option for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's 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 hard to say really what we can expect. I have a we have a um, we give our family gives out a scholarship every year, as you know, in honor of uh, my sister, Lauren, who we lost on 9-11. And we um, we give this scholarship to a senior uh, girl heading off to college just to kind of help her through that first year of expenses. And we've done this, well, gosh, going on really 20 years now um, to not just uh, Frisco High School, but schools across the country. Well, this is the first time we've actually had one of our recipients because um, the money basically goes straight to the college. Okay, so the money goes straight to the college and then the recipient can pull from the funds however she sees you know, necessary. But this year we actually have a recipient who is not sure of her plans now. Um, she was supposed to go off to school and start in the fall of 2020. And she's requested that we put the funds on hold because, you know, something else that you need to think about is if the funds go to the school, it's now, it's now in the schools, you know, bank. <laughs> right. And, right. It's in the system already. Yeah. And if this young woman should decide not to go in the fall or delay by a semester, or maybe she doesn't feel comfortable going at all, period, indefinitely and not until. So you really don't want the money to go to the university yet. Because you don't. So it, there's a lot. Since there are so many unknowns, it's put it's put a lot of people, a lot of parents and a lot of students plans on hold. Yeah, I said to somebody just the other day, a friend of mine who's planning a wedding, you know, they're kind of shucking and jiving their way through the planning of this wedding as well. It's, it's, it's become this situation has paralyzed so many of us in so many ways in terms of just moving forward in, in whatever direction you're headed, whether it's school or work or planning an event, um, you know, travel. I mean, it's really paralyzed us in so many ways just because of the unknown. And I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. It just seems like we're kind of um, place indefinitely. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you, you bring up, you brought I, I up a good point when you talked about the scholarship that you offer. Just think about how many students there are across the country that that you know six months or so receive scholarships to go to their college of choice and now with this th those decisions are do i go and put myself in possible uh, uh jeopardy or so because i got that scholarship or if i don't go to that school now do i lose the scholarship in the future and am i going to be able to get a scholarship to go to another college like i said with the background behind me, you know, the more questions that you ask, the more questions seem to arise. And this is just in one area where we're talking about just in the, the education of our students that we're facing. Uh, we're, we're starting to find this in, in the business environment now, too, that a lot of a lot of corporations are laying people off uh, 
and and uh, this this past week, 1.3 million applied for unemployment. Well, they're out of work. What are they going to do to cover their expenses? You know, and 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 if they've got kids going off to college, how are they going to be able to to take care of that? It is it is a spiral. This is like a tornado that's coming through us and slowly turning our lives upside down. And yeah. we are all. And think about the think about the seniors who were graduating from college this year. Uh, the 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 job hire the the job search right now has come to a complete halt. Companies are on hiring freezes. They're you know they these seniors that are graduating from college are in a tough place. Yeah, you're 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 right. You know they they uh, and and the ones from last year even. Uh, that that graduated uh, got settled settled into new companies, and all of a sudden those companies have had to furlough yes. uh, people and put put everything on hold. Uh, it's it, it's been it's been pretty tough all the way around. Yeah, and it really is like all your question marks behind you. Just that's how my mind feels right now because and also because the inconsistencies among the amongst the direction in which we've been given like i don't know it just seems like there's it just seems like there's not a place to go and just get the 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 rule the the playbook the rule the rules the rules here the here's what's happening here's what you are to do and it, it because it just seems like you you talk to different people you get different opinions you read different, you can read an article out of this publication, an article out of that publication. It's conflicting. You turn on the TV, the news, that's conflicting. To me, I try so hard to be responsible in this whole thing, play my, do my part, be safe, protect others, do all that. But I feel like a pinball because I just feel like it's so inconsistent. It's hard to know really what to, i mean there's some obvious things of what to do i i think wearing a mask is pretty no much a no brainer right. and the and the social distancing and the washing of the hands and things of, of that nature but but a lot of it just generally speaking is just confusing and and it, and it's hard to really know where we are right now really understand where we are right now we all know where we want to be we're all just going to have to do our best to try to get to that point but well, I don't, and also the, the the direction and the guidelines and all that you may get this week, this so-called what you you know called a, a playbook, uh, you can wake up next Monday morning or 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 so, and it's it's yeah. completely different. Yep. I mean, I think it's fair to say that anybody that has any kind of plans, uh, you better have it written down in pencil. Yeah. Uh, be, because I I wouldn't I wouldn't put anything down in ink right now. Because yeah. you, you you can't afford to, uh, you know, another area where the questions are are flying to is the restaurants who have been so badly hurt over the last couple of months and everything. All of a sudden, the they were easing the restrictions. They were allowing outdoor dining. Then they were allowing twenty five and then fifty percent, and it got up to seventy five percent indoor occupancy. And everybody was thinking, "Thank you very much." Then all of a sudden we've got these spikes and the restaurants are closed. A lot of them are being closed for indoor dinings. The bars that were all open are now being, being closed again. 
a lot of people want to challenge that and say, uh, I'm going to do whatever I want and I'm not going to wear a mask if I want. It's putting us all into another dilemma. And the question marks are there again. Uh, Lauren and I started to go to a couple of restaurants. Now, now we're putting it on the back burner again. I, as much as I would love to support these restaurants, I will continue for with the curbside, let them prepare the meals, and I'll pick it up at curbside and bring it home. But it's it's like we're on and off and on and off, and and it's 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 putting everybody in a tough situation. And I feel so badly for for the businesses, the restaurants that have help, the 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 the, the servers that that require that, that that you know live on their little little salaries but live on tips and now they're 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 not able to make a living uh it's 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 tough it, it it's it's uh it, it's really tough phil just phil just brought me his phone he's listening to the show breaking news texas schools can now offer online only instruction through no until november until November. Yep. Okay. So, so no, now there, now there's a change, which, which, so, you know, so the changes are not only coming every day, they're coming every minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and thanks, to Phil, and thanks to Phil breaking news, yeah, breaking news. Yes. Right, right, right here on the, on something to talk about, but uh, you know, you know uh, I, I think we all just have to, I mean, we, we don't have the answers. We all just have to continue to be flexible, be careful, be safe, be responsible, and be flexible. Um, some people have probably greater patience than others. And um, also, I know that there are probably some people out there that this is really beginning to wear them down uh, mentally. Absolutely. And that's a very serious uh, like topic for for another, another day because... Uh, Mental illness has gone up considerably, and um, you know you anxiety. have suffer from anxiety and depression, and yeah, this is this is um, become very um, heavy, and nobody really sees the light at the end of the tunnel yet. Perhaps maybe if there was a glimmer of light, people could have a little bit of hope and 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 push through. But right now, they're just right now what we hear and what we see what we hear and what we see, what we're being shown and told, we're not, we're not seeing or feeling that any kind of relief. And that's a, it's scary and daunting to many people who, who already are very, um, you know, uh, sensitive in that area. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're right. The, the anxiety levels all the way around, uh, you know, for instance, you know, Phil just came in and said, okay, now it looks like they're going to push back the in-class uh, uh, position uh, maybe a month or so, uh, and they're going to continue with the virtual study at home programs at least through September, maybe in October. Well, now the anxiety level goes up with the parents because, oh my gosh, now the kids aren't going back at school. Now we've got to be there to, to help them virtually at, at home again. Uh, the students who were looking forward to going back to their classrooms now have got to put that on hold. That anxiety goes up. Uh, I mean, 
I, I and I'm a, really on the outside looking in because I don't have students anymore other than my grandson that, that are involved in the educational system. And I'm sitting back and I'm looking at what's going on. And I just, I'm scratching my head. I can't, I can't figure out what's right, what's wrong. Well, there is no right or wrong. I mean, I don't. Yeah. You said earlier, you asked 20 people and you get 20 opinions. So, you know, you are. And, and again, I mean, we're going to have to just follow we're just going to have to move forward um, on on a on a on a fairly well defined path, and just know that we're gonna there we're gonna have to just step on and off the path and go in different directions. I mean, that's just the way it's gonna have to be. Only because where things are things are. And so we are continuing to have to redefine the rules and the guidelines and restrictions. So until things, until the developments start to kind of level out, the developments are like this. And so that's how we're living our life. And when the developments start to kind of level out, then we'll start to level out a little bit. So, well, and then as, as it goes this way, what happens when all of a sudden it goes like this? Now, then, now there's, now there's a, a, another, another change. Right. It's, you know, we have to be ready for change. That's what we have to be prepared for. You have to be prepared not to not to just live for today, but to be aware of what the possibilities are. What happens next week or next month if this happens? Am I going to be pre prepared? In other words, to be active rather than being reactive to 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 what could possibly Go, go wrong. If the kids go back to school, I, we got to be prepared to do this. If they don't go back to school, we got to have a plan for this. And it's putting a lot on the shoulders of the parents as well as the teachers and the administrators. But everybody's got to almost think the same way to have, as you, you mentioned, playbooks. You can't have one playbook anymore. You got to have a few different playbooks. Yeah. And okay, this happens. So let's pull out playbook number two right. and follow that. And everybody's playbook is going to have to be personalized. That, absolutely right. I mean, it can't. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just, part of me obviously wants to see our world, country, yeah. whatever, you know, um, be able to maintain, and I don't want to say, normalcy anymore because I don't know what used to be normal. If that's going to be normal, normal, yeah. normal. I don't know. Normal's got a new definition, but just yeah. to be able to function in a way that works for you personally and professionally. I, I want, I guess that's what I, I want to get to that point, whatever that might be. And I, and this whole locking down and going back out and locking down and going back out and lock, I don't know if that makes sense to me. I'd be certainly willing to have somebody really explain to me the logic behind it and kind of how it really, I mean, I get the whole social distancing and staying home, but then to me, it just seems like what has happened is we lock, then we go back out and then it spikes and then we go back in and then we go back out and then it spikes. I don't know. It, does it make sense to just, I don't know. And I'm not saying that I, well, yeah, the, the, yeah. I think the problem is we don't have anything that represents a win-win situation. Yeah. It's it's 
if if we open all the schools and and we have a, a spike in 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 positive readings, then we're wrong. If we don't go back to school, we keep everybody at home and and everything go, goes down and we didn't open the school. Now we're wrong. So you know, it's <laughs> like you're damned if you do and damned if now you don't. We're wrong. You know what? We're just wrong. Just wrong. Yeah. Let's just. Yeah. Just so so you know you you have to pick you have to pick the best wrong. <laughs> you know, uh, avenue to, to travel. Stuart and Vaughn have solved all those question marks. Just piss, just pick the the best wrong. That's right. Should yes. be okay. That's I don't right. Know. It's. I tell you, I'll be. I'll be honest with you. I'm. I'm shocked that this has gone on as long as it has. I mean, it, uh, you know. And it ain't I, over yet. I, well, I know that. That's what I'm saying. Has gone on. I didn't say, but also, I just. Thought summer was going to be a little different, but now they're saying so obviously summer's bad and fall's going to be worse. And I don't know. <laughs> I guess I'll uh, think of some more household projects to do. Right. <laughs> oh, I did get my I did get my grant writing certification. Uh, did Did you finish that? Yes, I finished that course. Maybe I'll take another course. <laughs> Advanced grant writing. Well, they have, that's funny. They actually have, of course. It's like, <laughs> but no, it was it was actually a good, very productive way to spend my time. Like I always said, when you and I were talking during quarantine, stay physical. You know, keep keep working your mind. Stay active. Stay uh, stay useful. Maintain a purpose. Don't let these times let you just down downward spiral. Well, th that's right, and 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 if you let it, if you let it affect you, it's going to affect all of the people around you. Right. Yep. Absolutely. Well, so, you know. And you were talking about masks and all that, and I, I, I've been wearing my mask, and um, all everybody I know wears a mask. Um, that has that has spawned an entire industry of its own. It's I mean, you cannot so open bizarre. up your phone yep. without pop-ups from all these companies oh, yeah. that are making, you know, the 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 ones that are the funniest are the ones that have the the mouth the the, the pictures of of mouths with teeth missing or your t tongue yes. hanging out, yeah. and you put a mask on and it makes you look that that way, or or you can you can order masks that look like your favorite pet uh, now. You've got one one of them that I saw yesterday, uh, the Rolling Stones, whose whose logo is the open mouth with the tongue hanging out. You can get you can get your favorite rock bands uh, face covers. You can get your favorite artists. I mean, Peter Max and 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 Dominic Pangborn and 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 all of the famous artists. Uh, uh, Van Gogh. They all have masks now that you can get that are that are printed. And they're, you know, anywhere from fifteen to thirty dollars a pop. It's a huge industry right now. Yeah, it is. I went on to, I think it was Nordstrom's or Dillard's or one of those department stores. I went on to order something online, and you know, at the top of the page where it says women, men, jewelry, kind of gives you the categories uh, to help you kind of define your shopping. So I went into women's. And they they break down the women's category with like um, subcategories, uh, you know, um, uh, dresses, jewelry, 
choose. So they break it down. Well, the first subcategory under women's was, is, and it very often is most popular. So it's kind of like a section where you can shop, shop for like shop trendy items, items that are trending, most popular things that have been, you know, highly requested during that time, whatever. So most popular, the first thing on it, masks. Really? And, and I can't remember which department store it was because I was kind of bouncing around online, but masks. I could not believe. And, you know, here here in Frisco, we have a local shop and they sell masks. And I happen to know the owner of the store. And she, for the longest time in the beginning of all this, had refused and really did not want to sell masks and was not going to sell masks in the beginning of all this. Well, now she's got a basket of masks that are individually wrapped because they come with a filter. She's got a rack of masks, kid masks. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, and I, I, I actually have, I have, I told you, I have, I try, I, I go around town with a quarantine kit. It's just a little Ziploc or it's, it's, it's a, it's a zipper pouch. And I, and I um, have in there Clorox wipes, hand sanitizer and extra masks um, because, you know, but now I, I, I pick a mask that is very lightweight. I don't do the thicker one with the filter. I just can't, but I saw, I was going on, uh, going around on TV the other day and there was like one of those shopping uh, channels and they were selling a mask that was clear, just clear over the lip part. And then it was covered the rest of the way but clear here. So you can see and the mouth moving, you can see your mouth moving and whatnot, <laughs> wear your lipstick or whatever. But <laughs> I didn't like that concept because let's face it. When you're talking, you're spraying a little bit. I wouldn't want that plastic front to be icky. Like, I don't know that to me, this, that, that plastic part seems to me like it would get dirty. I don't know, but I, I'm, I, if I'm going to cover up, I'm just going to cover up. It was interesting. The other day I had to go to the doctor and, and I went to, to one of the medical centers in Dallas to see the doctor. There's only one entrance that you can get into the medical center. They must have 12 or 15 entrances, but only one could you, could you go in? And I walk in and I've got my, my, my mask on and they made me take my mask off and put a mask that they had so that everybody around the medical center both staff and patients were all wearing the same and it was a it was a thin paper mask i mean it was kind of comfortable but you're get, go walking into places now where even the mask that you're wearing is not up to their code they want you to switch into a a, a different mask you know uh so even coming up with, with restrictions like that, most of the grocery stores now are offering, you know, hand sanitizer and wipes to wipe down the carts uh, and, and use the hand sanitizers. I carry a little bottle in my pocket to, to use too. Uh, when we come home, I, you know, it sounds a little anal, but when we come home, uh, we unpack the, the plastic bags of groceries and, Lauren wipes everything down the boxes of uh, of cereal and the the you know plastic bottles of water and and everything just as an extra precaution and we can't be cautious enough uh, yeah. I, I am also of the opinion that if I walk into some place and and I notice that there's a lot of either the the staff 
or customers that are not wearing masks. I'm not real comfortable. I'll turn around and walk out. Isn't it a mandate now? I, I don't know that. A lot more of them are mandated. A lot, you know, like like uh, the grocery stores are now mandating that, yeah. that, that people, uh, I think Costco was one of the first yeah. that, that, that said no, nobody is allowed in without a mask. Uh, right. And uh, Target, I think, is starting it now, too. Well, I I wear it, whatever. We had to go um, uh, bring uh, our kitten to have surgery yesterday. She was getting fixed. And you don't even go in there. They come to your they, car. They meet you outside. They us outside, pick up the yep. kitten, bring her in after surgery. They brought her out. So you don't even go into that place. Um other places, we've had doctor's appointments here and there. It's uh, come alone. Don't bring extra people with you. Um, the hospitals are that way now. You know, the, a lot of the hospitals that yeah. if you bring bring someone that you can bring, they must be they must be a spouse or they must be a, a guardian or a caregiver or something to right. uh, otherwise otherwise they want to just let the patients in to see the doctors. I'm okay with all those type of, you know, guidelines. I'm, you know, the checking your temperature, washing, giving you, a, giving you a quick spritz of something at the door. I'm fine with all of that. Right. Um, you know, a lot of this is just we're kind of getting used to a lot of this. Some, some of us are. I'm getting that, used to a lot of it. It's just I put on my mask when I pull into the parking lot, and I, I just I sometimes don't even. When I was flying, I a few week, couple weeks ago, I. I seriously almost forgot I had a mask on. I, I, I think a lot of us are probably just going to get used to this for the time being. That's not, that's not to say I want it to continue for much longer, but I, I, in the beginning it was kind of weird and I had to really make a conscious effort to do some of these things. But now I, I pull in and it's funny, Stuart, I see cars all the time and from the uh, rear view mirror, um, usually you see two or three masks hanging. I, I can't tell you how many cars I see with the mask just hanging there. Right, where you used to hang the fuzzy dice. <laughs> yeah, now you're hanging your mask. <laughs> you never know when you're going to need it. Um, I keep plastic bags in my car now, too, and in my kids' cars because I don't like to touch the um, gas pump. So I'll just put my hand in a plastic bag and do my gas pump like that. So I keep plastic bags in my car now, too, and well, some of, some of the gas stations are now offering those the little uh, plastic uh, gloves mm. that you can put the glove on and all to to do that, and then just peel it off, throw the throw the glove away. The other thing that I'm starting to see pop up on the phones is now you can order those little those little uh, uh, thermometer uh, uh -huh. guns that yeah. that they're using on everybody when you walk into these. The next thing they're going to do is you're going to be able to buy a holster that holds your little temperature thermometer Seriously. gauge. Yeah. You know, gonna, we're, we're going to have we're all going to have a belt. It's going to have hand right. sanitizer, Clorox wipes. Temperature right. Instead of shaking hands or even doing fist bumps, yeah. you just take out your little gun and say, "Hi, how are you?" and put it to your forehead to see if you're okay. Oh my god. <laughs> well, we didn't really answer too many questions today, but we certainly did bring up a lot more questions. Well, the, yeah, that, that's why. And that that's become a very valuable background that I I've got there because we, we haven't solved yeah. a, a thing. We just raised up more questions. Well, what you can't tell about my background is that I'm actually, I'm going to check the temperature. I'm actually, I'm in the shade, but even right. in the shade here in Frisco, Texas, it is, are you ready? 
Take a guess. Huh? Well, not as bad as it will be. In, in the in the shade? Well, where my phone is. Well, no, my phone just says 93, but it's actually today only getting up to 95, which is very refreshing because it's been getting up in the hundreds. So that's not bad. Yeah. Okay. Well, you, you know, you, you look at that, but without any wind, then it'll say it's 95, but the heat index is 102. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, well, or Okay, so to your point, the heat index is 103. Yeah, okay, see? And the high will actually be 96 and a low of 76. So anyway, um, that's what I'm experiencing out here with my backdrop is I'm just yeah. like. So the answer is to wait until the temperature drops down to about 76 and get yourself a glass of wine and sit out by the pool and, and enjoy. Works for me. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, and uh, continue to stay. I. I haven't really been getting out much. I mean, I get out. I don't do a lot of just shopping. I, I just kind of hit the grocery store when I need to. And um, I'm trying to think. I, I had to make. I had to do a couple of errands this week, but I was in and out. I, I don't. And I and I also am a big toucher and feeler. Like when I shop, I'm a tactile shopper, and I don't do that anymore. I just kind of look, and if it's something I definitely want to, you know, investigate or whatever. I will, but I just kind of walk around now, try not to touch a lot of stuff. <laughs> I'm developing all kinds of new habits. Yeah, and, and, and the real, the, the interesting thing is, I wonder how many of these habits we're going to maintain, you know, when, when this whole thing passes. You know, uh, a lot of people are saying, are we really going to go back to shaking each other's hands and hugging each other? Or are we still going to just be nodding and, and doing fist bumps and that, that kind of stuff? Are we still going to be using hand sanitizer and wipes? You know, I, I think I think short term, yes, we are going to continue to do that long term. And I mean, long term down the road, vaccine, all that. We'll go back to it. I mean, I, I hope so. I don't want I mean, us to like. I don't want us to go off into the future just act treating each other like robots, androids. Right. I mean, just like it'd be, it'd be nice to get back to some, you know, human interaction. Um, but short term, I think a lot of the habit. Now, I am a big face toucher too, and I and that was a habit I needed to stop anyway. Now I know my dad's going to get on me because I've been touching my hair and doing my hair. I do that a lot too. <laughs> yeah. You know, but. I, I am a big face toucher too, but I've actually really, and that's a habit that I, I've definitely changed over this time, over these times, during these times. And I think that's one that I'll continue long-term, but some of the other little habits, I think will go away once people get to a point where we're feeling comfortable again, whenever that's going to be, whenever that will be. And, 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 and isn't it, isn't it funny that we are going to look back on, on, on these things and say, you remember in the good old days when we used to, to, to spray everything and wipe everything and, 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 and use hand sanitizer and all that way, way back when? Yeah, right, right. Remember those days? Okay, these days are going to be hard to forget. I don't think we're – there's never going to be – do you remember when? Of course right. I remember when. <laughs> right. I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> I think it's going to be the kids that are going to look back and, 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 and say to their children – uh, and grandchildren. Well, there was a time when I had to to to, to do my, all my classwork virtually, uh, you know, and I, I we couldn't go go into the school. We had to stay at home. Uh, it'll be it'll be it'll be a memory, whether it's a pleasant memory or or what. Uh, 
someday for for the kids. Yeah. So. All right. Well, we'll we'll move on. We'll start thinking about what we're going to talk about next week. Uh, in the meantime, uh, keep keep uh, on keeping on. Uh, wearing our wearing our face masks, using our our wipes and our hand sanitizer, and and continue to keep asking questions, and maybe we'll find an answer or two. We'll we'll check that out next week. See if we found any answers to anything we talked about this morning. Investigative reporting. That's right. <laughs> so, all right, you go out and make it a good weekend and a good week ahead and everything, and I'll do the same thing. And for all of you that spent the hour with us, thank you very, very much. We, we appreciate it. Uh, we hope you'll come back again next week and have a great week ahead. And take care of yourselves. And wear, wear your mask and be good to each other. Okay. Take, take care. care. See you later.